Hey, what's good? What's good? You know what it is, man. This is Unfiltered University. And this is your boy, Travis Everything. It's Jay Morris here again. Yo, it's your man, Big Ruviano. What's up? And today, <laughs> we're going to be talking about a few different subjects today at the Unfiltered University. I think we're going to start off with uh, get it cracking with, with gym class. Early in the day, we're going to get started with PE. And uh, one of the biggest things happening in gym class is the Super Bowl. Boo. What you got your money on? Tom Brady. You ain't supposed to bet against Tom. Hmm. I'm betting against Tom. You betting against him or you rooting against him? Um, both. Because I'm a hater. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's fine. Hater. You hating on your own pockets? No. Well, I, put my, I put my money where my mind is. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm um, racially. I'm going with <laughs> <laughs> with the Chiefs, but in my mind, I'm not going against Tom Brady. I know Tom Brady's going to somehow pull out a little miraculous thing. Uh, my man Antonio Brown's on that squad. Don't forget, he got Gronk on that squad, and I'm just going with Tom on this one. Pat got Tyreek Hill. Yeah. And, and Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. And he is Patrick Mahomes. They the number one show on turf. Exactly. But. The reason why I picked Tom, man, because after all these years, and all doubting you know, all this cheating. All this cheating, man. Yeah, look, man, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. But he went to a new team. Got him to the Super Bowl. He's been playing good. Um, I got him continuing that trend going forward. Mm. Hey, I'm around with Brady too. You know, for so many years they were saying it was because of um, the system. The head coach. You know, Brady left, still got it done. Yeah, that man his props, giving his flowers. And uh, I'm going to let him ride out. Mahomes signed a 10-year contract worth about $470 million, $500 million. All right, this is his first year of that contract. He got him a ring last year, and he's going to get him about, out of the next nine more years, he's going to get about three, four more. So Starting this year. You no, think so? Not starting this year. No, not starting. starting this year. I know people have been saying that um, if he do win, he like automatically in the GOAT conversation. He's been in the GOAT conversation. He has never been in the greatest of all time conversation. If, if you look at how he started his career, you've never seen another quarterback start their career like that. Dan Marino. Dan, how, what was Dan Marino's first season? Uh, was it, As a starting QB. Was they undefeated? Were they? Was they undefeated that year? Did they go to the Super Bowl that year? He lost. Yeah, yeah he lost. He never won one. I, it, I, it's props for getting that though. He might have won one. No, nah, Dan Marino never won one. Well, he been a foe. Undefeated. Until it mattered most. But you asked him this question. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah and that's a dope-ass now, start. Mahomes didn't win in his first year. Dude. His first year started. No, he did. Oh, yeah. It was a bullshit-ass penalty. A uh, defensive penalty or whatever. And he never got the ball back. But um, he did. He won the MVP his first starting year. 50 touchdowns. 12 interceptions. First starting year. Yeah, first starting year. in the league. Second year. Okay, so let's, let's get it 
Right. Yeah. Second year. <laughs> second, second year. Second year in the league. First starting year, 50 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, and MVP. Following year, wins the Super Bowl. Super Bowl MVP. Like, that is the greatest start to an NFL career out of anybody. Ain't no if and buts about that. Gets back to a Super Bowl the following year. That put Randy Moss in the, in, in the conversation, too, for the first two greatest. No. Because he didn't get to a Super Bowl until he got to Tom. Until he did what? Until he got with Tom. Uh, the real goat. Yeah, absolutely. That's for right now. But but that shit gonna change. I'm telling you, that shit gonna change within the next three years. Especially especially if he beats the actual goat this year. If if Pat Mahomes beats Tom Brady, you know you, you can't argue that. He has to outperform okay. him. We know he's gonna outperform him because he's he's more talented than Tom Brady. Like he can do more than Tom Brady can do, and he can throw the ball better than Tom Brady at this stage of Tom Brady's career. Like we know, Pat Mahomes got a cannon. We know he can. You, we know what he can do with his feet. So that's like Jordan coming out, Kobe coming in. So you trying to say that? <laughs> no, because when Kobe came in, he wasn't the caliber of player Mahomes was at Jordan's peak. Like when Jordan was going to finals, he wasn't playing against Kobe on the on the opposite side of the court. The Lakers weren't in the finals yet. Like those. Those Lakers championships and shit. Kobe was still coming off the bench when Jordan was winning rings. Except for the 98 year. Kobe had just started that year. Like, the first two seasons, he was still coming off the bench. You it, you can't even compare that. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, he's absolutely in the... Put like this. If, if Pat Mahomes retired today, he would go to the Hall of Fame. Today. If he retired today, he would go. Off of what? A Super Bowl uh-huh. trip, win, and an MVP. Win a, a Super Bowl MVP and a season MVP. Off of two years. Three. Off of three years. And two of them being Hall of Fame years. Yeah, that's a, that's a good argument to make there, man. Like, ain't no ifs and buts about it. Because you, honestly, you can't name that many players that has the resume he has already. He would not go to the <laughs> Hall of Fame. Why not? He'd be in the Hall of Fame as a, as a woulda, coulda been. What you mean? And over here. Life cut too short. He only played three seasons, but he had an awesome three seasons. He should have been in the Hall. He would have been in the Hall of Fame. Okay, so what's your criteria for being in the Hall of Fame? I mean, play more than three seasons. I mean, okay, so my my question then becomes: Why do you play? Why do I play? Yeah, as opposed to just loving the sport. Why else do you play? To be called the greatest of all time, and, and, and to win, right? Yeah. So if you ain't if you ain't winning, like what are you really doing? Because to quote Kobe, the, the uh, late great Kobe Bryant, every year I didn't win a championship was a failure. Like it's either win or nothing at all. Coming up short, second, make, making the playoffs, and I got the same mentality. Like yeah, that's cool, but that ain't shit because I ain't won. This man, within his first three seasons of starting is appearing in his second Super Bowl after winning one already, and a season, and a Super Bowl MVP. All right, so, so what I'm saying is, in football, winning isn't the, the, the key factor in determining. In, in, in football, there is no Michael Jordan, LeBron debate because there is no greatest football player of all time, and there not is too many people on the field you know, is, is it Lawrence Taylor? Lawrence Taylor's in the top five, but he plays middle linebacker. He doesn't control how many points the offense puts up. 
he might as well be one of the greatest players. Deion Sanders. Absolutely. Might be considered one of the greatest players, but playing on that island, on that corner, doesn't doesn't turn into wins. You got to remember, he also, excitement. he also uh, lined up on the other side of the ball, too, as a receiver sometimes. And, and was not that. He was decoy on the other end, on the other side of the ball. True. But, you know. You know, that's the interesting thing because I've never heard no one. Uh, you're the first person that put it that way, like, um, that I've heard that, you know, there is no greatest football player. Right. Um, I've always heard people say Tom Brady, uh, how you mentioned Dion and other players, but you're the first person I say it. That's the interesting thing. That's why I never could compare, like, um, the two sports when you comparing how people get to the championships, how they did they success on the field because it's not – it's it's harder to determine because you got way too many other factors. Like in basketball, one player can control the game and take over. And football is not it's too much relying on the next man. You know, Tom Brady still has to throw the ball to somebody to catch it. Like if they ain't catching the ball, then he just looks like shit. Even if he gets it on your hands. I done see plays where he put it on the person's hands and they will not catch the ball. So I, I get what you're saying there. Um, I give y'all a little pushback, and I don't want to like, and I don't want to make this like a 20 minute topic or whatever, and stay with it forever. But um, the only reason I would say I would argue against that is because there is a such thing as playing keep away in time of position, and definitely you played the sport, so it's like you know when you're going against a motherfucker that's offensively like, especially in Tom Brady in his prime, that could thread the needle, pick you apart, carve you up to death, and all that other shit. One of the defensive schemes that you come up with is, okay, well, not even defense. One of the offensive schemes for the other team is, let's run the ball. Let's keep take as much time off the clock mm-hmm. so this motherfucker can't get back on the field. Mm-hmm. You've employed that against Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, and definitely Pat Mahomes. Like, okay. like, so it's like you can have a GOAT conversation in football. Right, so who's making that call? I was playing keep away. Who's making that call? Of course, your your coach. I just want to make sure. Yeah, I, I mean, absolutely. Like, but that's because you recognize the talent of that motherfucker. If he get back on the field, that motherfucker go down and score you within forty five seconds to a minute, twelve seconds, some shit like that. So it's like you you don't want to give that motherfucker another opportunity. Good question. With the greatest football player of all time, drop a pass. In the NFL, in the oh, you talking about time? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I don't think he's the goat personally. So I'm saying quarterback. I, I put him. He's there. I, um, I, I'm not going to define a player by one moment because he showed up more times than he hasn't. So it's like whether and that would like I ain't trying to piss you off, but it's like no, like no, he that's, that's real talk. Yeah, like he has. It wasn't early in his career because we know how they was winning. Niggas was kicking field goals and all that other shit, but he did get him in field goal position. So kudos to him. Um, but at the same time, it's like when it, when it really became his team and he was like like the focal point, he, he showed up. He showed up more times than he hasn't because he's been to 10 and 1-6. So it's like I, I respect that. Well, he, he's going to be in 10 and 1-6. It might be 7 come Sunday night. Like I respect that. I've seen what he did coming from behind, just like Pat Mahomes was coming from behind um, last, what you call it. Like the way he did to Atlanta, like, yeah, I, I respect that. So, But it's like. You got to respect Pat Mahomes because as good as Kansas City is, like, they was a playoff team before he started and shit. Like, them motherfuckers is damn near unbeatable. You ain't poured your nut yet? Yeah, I don't know what the fuck you waiting on because this shit is kind of good here, too. 
Wait, what's this? What's this? What we talk about? Oh, yeah, that's a perfect segue. Um, <laughs> today's lunch is sponsored by the, the drink itself. Shout out to Mike Gillis from EC. Um, okay. His his red wine reflection um, available at Daniel Daniel'sVineyard.com. It's um, the regular bottles are thirty six dollars a bottle. Um, right now we're drinking one of the limit, limited bottles signed by him himself. Uh, very, 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 very good. It's a dry red wine, and I'm not even a dry wine drinker, but it, it, it definitely is the palate nice. Um, and the wings, um, and smacking mac and cheese, Jew got yams, me and the ears got stream beans. Sponsored by uh, Jared Blevins, another EC uh, native, 07 state champion as well. Uh, State champ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was on the team. He was definitely on the team. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Shit, I was on the court, not as a player. Hey, I was there though. This is a drum man. <laughs> Stop fucking playing with me. So this one is by who? Uh, Mike uh, Gillis. Yeah, yeah. Mike G. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mike G. Um, but yeah, the the food itself is sponsored by Midwest Eats, and that's Jerry Blevins' um, company. Official opening tomorrow. Uh, this upcoming Friday, his uh, address is thirty nine thirty one Main Street, East Chicago, Indiana four six three one two. To me, food was definitely delicious. How about y'all? Yeah, yeah, I ain't gonna lie, that was fire. The, uh, the macaroni was show smacking for show, for show. <laughs> and I only eat macaroni, and that shit was hitting. Yeah, that was really good, man. Shout out to Blevis, man. I like to see people from uh, my area doing real good for themselves, man. So, shout out to him. Shout out to Mike G. Um, y'all keep doing y'all thing, man. That, that wine real good, too. I like red wine, so, you know, this shit been hitting the spot tonight. Oh, for sure. Most definitely. Okay, okay. I got another bottle with the crib, too. Yeah. So, yeah. This, so this bike says, uh, the bottle says Reflection, a blend by Mike G. Yep. Yeah. It's found at Daniel's Family Venue? Uh, Yeah. This, this this bottle is nice. Yeah, it's a nice bottle, nice definitely opening. Definitely nice. You know, anything you expect in a quality bottle, you know. So, um, but back to the um, back to the topic, man. You know, talking about. I got I got uh, Brady winning. He the best quarterback in my in my opinion, and uh, yeah, he gonna get it done tonight. Uh, uh, Super Bowl Sunday, so hope he get his ass popped. Put his fan ball on him. Uh, what else happened in gym class? We talking about uh, courtside Karen. Oh, uh, yeah. Trying man. to get at your boy LBJ. Lebanon. Heckler. Mm-hmm. But uh, she been snapping all night. I was watching some, you know, I was watching some of the clips. She been snapping all night. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She got, she got fashion. She got style. She's 25, man. She claimed she was 25. She's 25. She, she looked a little older. Yeah, yeah, she looked like 35. 35. Yeah. Yeah, man. yeah. But uh, she was there with her husband, her hubby. And one of our best friends looked like if two girls on the sideline. Yeah. She, she got into it with, with LBJ. And, and she wasn't standing down. <laughs> She's like, who the fuck? It's you, you hear me? He said, I don't have. He said, fuck you. Don't talk to my husband like you crazy now. Real talk. And she got on the snap and said the same thing. She said, I don't care if you was a thug or if you LeBron fucking James. You disrespect my husband, I'm coming at you. That's real shit. That's real. That's real. That's real shit. Even though they say her husband been like clowning LeBron for years. Or, you know, he wanted them courtside hecklers. And so LeBron probably, you know, just snapped back out and said, she, you know, that's good though. She stepped in for a man. Stepped in in a way and be like, hey. 
Mm-hmm. Ain't gonna be none of that, man. Mm-hmm. Ain't gonna be too many more bitches. Oh, <laughs> don't don't jump in my uh, don't jump don't in my argument. Right. Yeah, don't don't jump in. Don't don't jump in my argument. If like, if you my lady and you see me going at it with another nigga, because the moment mm. he disrespects you, nah. then, then he gotta go nah, somewhere else. Yeah. But like that, that's a domino effect though. It's like if you put yourself in it, he does have every right to come at you with whatever level of vitriol that he coming at you with because now you attacking him and shit. It's like. Uh, like I feel it Like yeah You gonna stand by your man You gonna support your man But you gotta let that man Be a man At that moment Like if he Cause that's how it started Like her husband Was heckling LeBron And talking cash shit Or whatever So it was like I guess LeBron John Back at him Saying whatever the fuck He's saying So she feel the need hey, Yeah okay You support him You standing by your man I get that I respect it But it's like You gotta Like if, if my If my wife Is going at it With another female As long as it's words like, I might try to put a burden in, tell her calm down, relax, or whatever. Let's get the fuck out of here. But if they having that moment, I'm not jumping in, jaw jacking with another woman when my woman is having a woman-to-woman conversation because that's not my place as a man. Like, because if she says something back to me and my wife finds it offensive, as, as right as my wife would be a little bit to, to come to my aid, I didn't, I wasn't supposed to put myself in that position. Like, like, mm. I get what you're saying, but I still like how she, you know, jumped in there, though. That's that's that's, yeah, that's it, cool with me in this situation, because it ain't even like... You like how she jumped in? It, it's different when it's like, I right, um, if it was like in a club, that's different. Like, because you go after, now I got to protect her extra harder, mm-hmm. and because you say something, it's going to be that. Like, but when you a heckler, when you heckler, like... Heckling is part of the game, Absolutely. so it's funny. Absolutely, like and if you get serious about it, which LeBron probably did, which caused her to react, is like, all right, now, nah, now you being a sucker, kind of Le- to me. LeBron said itself; he was like, it was getting to the point that it was actually um, where where things were like, like they got him up out of there because it was cool when it was just heckling, but when they started, he saw that it was getting to a point where like it was going to go past. Sports. Now he didn't elaborate. He just left that like to the imagination. We all can assume where it could have went. You dealing with two white people and a black. Like like you you can kind of spitball and see and where it was going. Like what? Um, again, a black like, event? No no no. Black man. Black man. Like like you uh, you can kind of imagine where where it might have went and shit like that. So it's like mm, I, I feel him, and it's like she lied and said that he called her what a, stu- a stupid bitch or some shit like that. I'm. I'm not saying that he did say it. I'm not saying that he did. But for her to issue that apology real quick right after that, mm, you ain't have to lie, Karen. Like, like, like you didn't, you didn't have to lie. Do we got, do we got their real names? Uh, her real name is Juliana Carlos. Uh, I can't. I don't know what his. I don't know what the husband name is, man. But, she got some. Uh, but Italian um, and Spanish. All I gotta say is, man. Hopefully, it didn't get to a situation where they was, like, going outside of the game talking trash to him. And it led to something where he's like, all right, now, man, you can't be talking about my, my um, don't be talking about my son. I see how you tried to down the greatest president in the world. You tried to to go against the greatest president. You know what? It's like this. Two men join with each other. Talking crap back and forth, you know, part of the game. Mm-hmm. See, the thing is, when that emotional woman get in there, she want to take it over there. 
If that man would have just been there doing what he was doing with him and LeBron, whatever him and LeBron was doing, that's, that's some Spike Lee level stuff. You feel me? Just just on that. Might even be less than what Spike Lee would do on the sideline. Mm-hmm. But she, that female estrogen, escalated it to the point where the referees had to say, stop the game. Let's handle these two over here. And now it's blowing up with something that, you know, it's not supposed to be. Hey, you know what I got to say, though? I feel like this ain't the first incident with LeBron and a woman in the, in the stands, though. I'm pretty sure it's not consistent with him and, and anybody, man or woman. But no, I'm saying, like, this, the ones that caught attention, though, like the one that is like, um, I think she said something like, fuck you, LeBron, or something like that. And the security guy was like, hey, watch your mouth, woman. You ain't never seen that video? Yeah, yeah look at him, man. He was like, <laughs> you got to pull it up, man. Hold up. Because, like, it's, it's happened before, so it's like, he ain't like he ain't used to it, man. Mm-hmm. But uh, this probably, this, I probably ain't going to be able to find it because. This has been a topic so all week, so but you know LeBron's trying to censor folks, man. There's somebody else was courtside in Cleveland, I think, something like that. You got somebody else kicked out the game. Y'all heard about that? I, I mean, I'm, I'm not surprised. Fans yeah. get kicked out all the time for heckling, but at the same time, it's like, man, that should be funny. Like, if you, yeah, it but it's, funny. it's a it, it's a limit to that because I remember when that happened to Russell. A couple years ago, okay, see with that with that dude, like it was getting out of pocket. Like you got to remember, at the end of the day, I'm a man first. I'm human. Like yeah, I'm I'm at my job. I'm making millions, whatever. But I'm human first. Like you can't say anything that you want to a person. It's, it don't matter if you spent thousands of dollars on your seats and you sitting uh, courtside or uh, in the in the under the 100 levels and shit like that. Like respect that man because if that like and remember like this is a top tier athlete. Not to say that. The, that the average fan or civilian can't whoop an athlete, but this nigga work out every fucking day. If this nigga come in and stands and put hands on you because you done call him a bitch or some shit like that, like, that's a well-deserved ass whooping if you ask me. Like, yeah, you gonna have the upper hand because you could sue the nigga and probably come up a couple hundred grand or a couple million or whatever, but, hey, I don't, I, I wasn't mad at the Indiana Pacers for, um, Going in the stands and pisses for knocking niggas out. You do a fucking fight with me. They do something that at Ryan Artest. That's different. But somebody just heckling you, man. Man, I know the players get called bitches every time on the court by other players. I mean, you're right. And that's cool. But what happens when that motherfucker tired of being called a bitch? Like, you saw my my status a couple days ago. (laughs) If, If the price... For disrespect, it was an actual fist in the face. The world would be a lot more respectful. Like if it was, if it was legal to whoop somebody ass for them, like fucking with you and you not bothering them, like we'd be a lot more common. Like, like a lot of times, motherfuckers say shit and do shit because they know that there's no legal ramifications or or consequences for you doing shit to them. Like, like no, like let me legally be able to whoop your ass and not have to worry about going to going to jail that same night. Man, please. Niggas be a lot more quiet and humble. How many times that niggas stole on uh, KG? I can't name so many niggas that stole on KG. Right, because Co- I know KG be calling niggas hella hoes and bitches <laughs> when he was playing. Ain't nobody was trying to get all the KG face because they, they want to say such to these fans. Because, because, because they 6'10 <laughs> and ain't going up against another 6'10 motherfucker. <laughs> Man, listen. Man, they just got to Yeah, I think it's cool, man. You see Louis Scola? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see Louis Scola? I, mean, I, have, I have a search of Kevin Garnett compilation just to see. All these niggas doing is yapping. Hey, nobody. Oh, okay. Mm, he, he pushed KG. He pushed him push somebody oh, Knock him down, too. Look, he won a swing. He's doing the woo washer. Oh, I oughta. Yeah, man. 
He's getting loud with these fans. They go get that same energy for another motherfucker who's 6'10 and work out every day. <laughs> but that's all I got to say on that, man. Mm-hmm. It's all good. It's all good. How y'all feeling this week, though? Uh, it's been a cool week for me, man. Uh, glad the week's coming to an end of the weekend, man. But this week, man, been uneventful with, you know, the weather hitting hard and everything. So I ain't really been doing much, man. Just been chilling. Big groove. Um, on some cool shit, I told y'all like two episodes ago that I got some good news or whatever. Like the news thing got better. Basically, we finna, um, we're basically getting ready to close on the crib. Um, mm, nice, nice. Bad. Yeah, like first bought, bought our first home. Like we was renting this home or whatever, the, the one that we in now. But yeah, we got a mortgage approval and all of that. Like so, that's definitely dope. Thirty years old, being able to purchase my first crib. Like shout out to my aunties and mm. some of them weren't able to do it. So like they was like in they like late forties, mm-hmm. mid fifties, shit like mm-hmm. that. So it's like being able to show my sons at an early age, like being able like to provide for a woman. And like your your children, family as a whole, and shit like that, and, and becoming a homeowner at an early age, like it ain't as far as I'm concerned, ain't nowhere to go but up from here. So it's like, yeah, like like that was some dope ass. Like, I'm geek, like I'm excited. I'm ready to do all the moving and shit like, all yeah, over again. Cause yeah. we just been here. We will be in the house that we in a year in March. By the time March come around, we'll be getting ready to close on a new crib or whatever. So it's like like that shit was hella dope like it was like a lot of late nights like a lot of like frustrated times and shit but when push came to shove like all that hard work and shit paid off so it's like like that was like a, a message to me personally like like never give up give up keep going all that other shit so yeah i'm geeked i'm trying to contain my composure but i'm definitely geeked home ownership man home ownership land ownership you know uh, me and my guys talk about you know stuff on that level a lot ownership Stocks, bonds, uh, starting businesses, different ventures. It's crazy the things that we talk about in our, in our group chat. You feel me? Yeah, that's what's up, though, man. Congratulations, man, because a lot of people don't um, get to that point. Uh, you know, some people just never get to that cheap where they want to own a house. They, they just don't know. Either they don't know, like, how to go about it because it is a a process that you got to go through that a lot of people don't realize. And, um, you know, so that's a major accomplishment. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely appreciate it. What's been going on with you, Is? Uh, I've been watching a bunch of, bunch of busted challenges. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. I must have went through about 16 busted challenges in an hour. You know, watching them like four or five times in a row. Like, man, challenges is... Is what it is. Yeah, yeah, One of the best was uh, Chloe Bailey. Y'all seen her? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> it was one man. That was man. I had to stop watching them though, man. Because cause, you know, once you hit you, my girl, hit that song playing. She like you looking at it again, so right? You, no, so, no, you no, gotta, <laughs> so you gotta uh, gotta limit how I watch it. There, but yeah, uh, she did her thing on there though. I ain't gonna lie. Man. Other one, the silhouette challenge. Yeah. Oh, you seen that? Yeah. That's yeah. when shit got real. Yeah, yeah. That's when. It, huh. the bedroom. Yeah, man. So whoever came up with these challenges, man, thank you. Keep it going. Keep it going. Yeah, but um. So yeah, but with her though, man, she um. I guess you know with her, you got, got I know because you saw like her, her crying on Instagram or whatever. Cause, mm-hmm. 
I guess the way she been going had got people like going at her, talking about, you know, you don't need to be doing all this, calm down, you're just looking for attention, all that good stuff. But I just got to say, man, she grown. She 22. She can do whatever she want to do. I ain't like how she got on, on Instagram crying about it, but, you know, that's that's life, I guess. So, Man, listen, and we going to throw that right up under that. You in detention or in school, or you could have kept that. Whatever you want to title that is, because let's let's call a spade a spade. And I watched I watched her crying and everything like that. And when I said back, and this is not to like sweep her feelings or emotions up under the, the rug right. or whatever, but I think the word that needs to be attached to whoever calls themselves an adult once they realize, okay, I'm grown, is accountability. Nobody, like, unless somebody put a gun in your head or something like that and said, hey, yeah, get on the internet, social media, and do blah, 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 woo, 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 for attention, you're doing that shit for personal gain. Like, and I heard what she said, yeah, um, this is, like, the first time in my life where I feel comfortable in my own skin. Like, I was self-conscious about my cellulite or stretch marks. And I understand that. I've heard women say that a lot before. You got but kids? The, no, nah, she's twenty two. What's that you like? What you know, you know, naturally thick women be having like the little say yeah, like but the back of their legs and shit like that. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. She curvy. Yeah, she like slam pets. Yeah, yeah. No, she's not. She's not on the 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 overly thick thick side. But yeah, she got a little curve to her. She like well, I ain't gonna say a little. Like she's she's curvacious, mm-hmm. even as a smaller woman. But it's like okay, cool. I hate the fact that. And I'm not trying to be in women's business, but it's like <laughs> I hate how women equate embracing their body with nudity. Because why is that the only way to embrace who you are? Like, like you ain't never seen, and I know NDRE is special case, but you, like you ain't never seen NDRE taking her clothes off. Uh, Jill Scott like then lost then lost weight. Shout out to her and everything like that. But it's like. She don't have to take her clothes off to show you how beautiful she is and other women. And that's no diss to women that do that. But it's like, I hate that that stigma. I hate that <clears> mantra <throat> that, okay, um, I'm embracing who I am now, so let me take off my clothes. I know plenty of women mm. that's not ugly and look good and got a nice body. They don't have to take their clothes off to show mm. you that they look good. Like, like that's a cop-out to me. Mm. If you put like this, I respect you more. And I know it ain't about me respecting you. Because fuck me. Fuck who I am. But... The public will respect you more if, if you be honest. Like I, I respect the Lil Kim. Like I respect it. Um, I respect Cardi B. I respect like if you shit even um, what's a Meg Thee Stallion. Anybody like if you, if you gonna be nude and do that, be just, honest. Just don't cry about it at the end. You know. What I'm yeah, saying? like dog. You go get this backlash with her background being like a Disney person, family person. Like you go get that. Reaction when you come out. It's happened to every superstar who's ever turned sexual, whether it's Janet right. Jackson, Miley Cyrus, fucking Christina Aguilera, Britney Spears. Oh. All is that's that's what's gonna happen. That's what's gonna happen. Like, and it's the internet. Even the people you just named, they get slandered all the time for being naked on the internet, but they don't get, let it get to them because that's what that's them. Like, if that's you and you saying that's you, don't get on the internet crying about it. I'm, I'm gonna tell y'all the story real quick. Um, and and you, I know you remember, and you you remember too, because you you teach, so I know you saw it around <laughs> twenty. What what year? It's twenty twenty one. So like oh four oh five, the rubber band epidemic around the ankles was a real thing. Like 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 to to put on around your your school pants and shit, yeah. or whatever. You, like just on a day to day basis. I never forget. I'm on my way to school. I've been blocked 
this time. It's 04. I was um, in school 05. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I'm in eighth grade. I'm, I'm 14 in the eighth. <laughs> so, I'm leaving out the crib one morning from the go to the bus type of shit. And my mama looking at me. She's like, why you got them stupid ass rubber bands around your ankles? I'm like, shit. Like, I ain't say shit, of course. But I'm like, like this is style. Like, like let me embrace my individuality and all that. And she told me the realest shit. And from that morning, I've never, like, used this line again. I'm like, she's like, how are you embracing your individuality if you're doing what everybody else is doing? It makes no sense. Like, it makes no sense at all. Like, and that's what you hear most um, women say when it comes to shit like that. And it's men that use that dumbass line, too. Like I said, I stopped yeah. using it at 14. I'm 30 now. Like, you're doing what everybody else is doing. Silhouette challenge, busted challenge. But you're saying you're embracing your like like who you are, your individuality. Mm-hmm. But you're doing what everybody else is doing. Right. What part about that is individual? I think it was more so her accepting her body, though. You know, that's I guess that's what she because. But you're doing it the way that everybody else is doing. Wrong with her body, and right? And yeah, yeah but and, see, that's that's, that's not called thing, and, that's, that's, and I, I respect that. Oh man, that, that's another thing. I saw people like that kind of be upset me too when like chicks who know they cold, be know like, they cold, be like. Oh, I'm not cold. You, I'm glad you think that way. <laughs> Bitch, stop. Uh, what are you talking to, man? <laughs> like, that should be weird. I don't pay that shit no Like, that should be real weird. Like, so, can't you be pretty and insecure? Yeah. I mean, because yeah, everybody's insecure to insecure, a But at the same time, don't be like, oh, I'm just ugly. Or, I'm fat. Girl, stop it. You know who fat Lizzo's fat. <laughs> oh, and, and they slandered her, too. Shit. They slandered her, too. So, what makes you think they ain't going to slander you, man? I mean, like that's fine. Like, like nobody's absolved or above public criticism. But this is what I need people to realize: you can't do things on a on a public or social platform or in and public not, and not expect to get ridiculed. Yeah, like, it's certain fact. shit I'll never talk about on the pod or in public because it's too close and near and dear to my heart. So it's like, or like it was too much of a traumatic, fucked up time for me. So it's like, okay, I'm gonna keep that like under wraps and shit like that. If I'm talking about it on a podcast and having many people hear. It, or I'm make a post and however many people see it, guess what? They have every right to chime in on it because I made it public. That's how that works. It's a social platform. Everybody's not going to buy in or like the shit that you post. And they have a right to comment on it. So like, no, it ain't. Um, you just keep scrolling. Like, no, I have a right to say something about it because you had you felt the need to post it. Like, that's what it is. It's like you can't be private on a Public platform, like that. Mm-hmm. That's that's stupid. Like that's honestly, that's an oxymoron. Like, like that's mm-hmm. dumb as fuck. So it's like, nah, and, man. And I'm glad you brought. I'm glad you brought that up because even with the silhouette challenge, some some women were doing it naked, completely naked. And of course, it's gonna be weird people on the fucking internet. It's the fucking internet, so they like coming up with ways to try to reverse the filter. So that they can see you naked, and you know, like, like go on, why y'all shout out to those smart motherfuckers? They, but they like, you know, they did, yeah, yeah, yeah dude, but, some dude did it. But that's the thing, I ain't seen it. No, no, I, know I, saw, some, I watched the video of how dude did it. Motherfuckers was hella mad. He was like, how can I? like, look, these motherfuckers are smart. Like y'all stupid for posting the shit. Guess what? He can't do that to something that don't exist. Common and, sense. And it's just, I need to see that. it's just weird though. Like I understand you. It's weird people out there who go do that. I would never think to do no, no weird way. shit like that. I'm just enjoying the silhouette. Mm-hmm. But you can't get mad when you put yourself out there and people alter those videos. My, my like, it's going to be somebody that's going to alter this, this my, audio, this video. It's, it's just what they do. My nigga, you got to look at it from this standpoint. You're talking about a generation of people that grew up trying to watch the squiggly lines on the cheetah box on the, on the 
on on the naked channels and shit. Like we was we was eight nine years old trying to watch the watch the little like little squiggly lines trying to see what the fuck was going on on naked news and shit like that. Like I mean I know I ain't the only motherfucker that did. Like these the motherfuckers are smart. Get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, like, like, nigga, it's twenty twenty one. These motherfuckers got unlimited internet, and these motherfuckers are smart. Like, you know fam. Like, some of them channels, they just you got to pay for them channels. Pay for them channels. HBO channels. You can hear the audio and all that. Let me tell you, they fucked up. Like when we at first got um our new cable when I was a kid. And we had like the 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 porn channels for like a couple weeks or whatever. Mm. Nigga, I ain't missed an episode of Naked News. <laughs> they they talking about the weather, taking off their goddamn shirts and shit. Nigga, I was in. What? I missed an episode. That's funny, man. I ain't had no business being up at the hour. I was, my mom was I was creeping in the living room, cutting that shit on, watching real sex on HBO, like a motherfucker, <laughs> man. But I feel like too, man. Like. I feel like this is the thing. I, they taught, told us that when we was young. So I know they telling y'all now. Like, anything you put on the internet is there forever. It's and up there. And it's stuck there. up there and it's stuck there. Perfect. Like, if you put it out there, there's a chance that somebody either goes save it for later to use against you. Or they go fuck with it and turn it into something for their pleasure. Which is weird. But at the same time. That's what the internet does. It's weird people in the world. You ain't gonna never get rid of weird people. Straight up. You never gonna get rid of weird people. It's just, it is what it is. I hate to say it, but it's never gonna go away. We've been how how long humans been around? And the same shit that was happening back then happened now. Like this shit ain't nothing oh, new. That's all history does is repeat itself. Like, that's all it does. Just if you go do it, be be conscious of what you're doing and can't be too upset when a nigga changed your Take the silhouette off you from being naked. Cause he can't do that to some shit that don't exist. You're right. But if you put it up there, just know the chance you take it. Right. So oh my it is what it is. He, uh, he is a I know, I know who you was watching. I already knew. I, oh, man. I, I know you. Reverse the filter. I know who you was just watching. But, hey. Man, what, we, what else we got, man? <laughs> we approaching... Thirty minutes. Uh, yeah. Jeb Blevins, Chloe Bailey, alcohol, of course I can. Money making Jeff Bezos, the God, the, yeah. the Dawn. He stepped down from um from Amazon, man. So that's a big thing, man. If you what you started about twenty seven years ago, thirty years ago, and it's what. He the richest man in the world, ain't he? Yep. Richest man in the world stepped away, said, hey, man, y'all can take over. I got other things to focus on. He about to focus on the, um, the Bezos Earth Fund, which is basically him um, trying to make a cleaner Earth. Okay. So, yeah, that's big news, man. It had the, um, I guess, the business world up in the uproar about that. So, mm. he, um, Didn't he post... Um, on Twitter a couple of days ago that was that him or was that somebody else that, that uh, dog, dog coin is the new uh, nah that was Elon, Elon, yeah, Musk. Elon Musk that's Elon what it was Musk. he said he was he's gonna say I'm stepping away from Twitter a couple of days later hey man this apparently it's pronounced Dogecoin okay yeah that makes sense the E yeah yeah Dogecoin okay that's Ooh, fine I learned something today just know I got a lot of shares of this shit 
And I bought some more today. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I was buying some too, man. Um, you said you was? I did buy some. And, How'd you buy? Um, I went through, um, y'all gonna kill me for this, but I went through Robin Hood. I bought more shit today oh. through Robin Hood. Oh my God, I saw my Robin Hood. Yeah, so I went through Robin Hood because I already had it. So I was like, eh. I'm not gonna stop using it. Uh, shit, I got money in there already. My money's already in here. I might as well go and. It's user friendly. This is not a plug, but go ahead and do that. I mean, y'all can pay us if and you want. And I got, I, I bought it. I actually, I bought it like, um, like early this week. Yeah, it's low. It's like thirty cent, three cents, two cents, something like that. No, it was thirty. It was like it got down like thirty one cents a share. I mean, something I checked. Like I checked a couple hours ago. It was up to like forty nine cents. Yeah, I think the highest it got today was like fifty, like fifty four, fifty five cents. Oh, Might even have been in 57, 57 cents, but I know it dropped back down. But I think when the market closed, let me see right now. I'm gonna go check. Um, damn, you good. bought in at, at how much? Um, I, I, I bought it per share. How much per share? It was like thirty one cents a share when I bought it. Okay, like, and right now it's up to what? It's at forty eight, forty eight cents a share. Okay, so that thirty three percent increase. Look at you having the uh, having the math on, on head and shit. <laughs> I'm just man, mathematical genius, you know what I'm saying? But with that being said, when are you gonna sell? And what? How, I'm gonna be honest. If that shit gets up to a dollar, now if it gets back to the price that I bought in it, and it drops below, let's say let's say it drops below 30, 30 cents a share, because I bought in at thirty one, I'll sell once it gets to thirty cents, because I'm not taking that much of a loss. And as of right now, um. Let me see how much. I own 409 shares of, of, of Dogecoin in cryptocurrency. Like, so you're looking at like $20 worth um, if you were to break it down like that, or 1997. So, what I'm saying is, you sell high and and, and, you, and people sell low also. Yeah. You know right. What's your high selling point before you think it's going to dip? Real, like, Hoping against hope, if it can get to a dollar, I sell once it got to a dollar because I, I don't see it going past the dollar no time soon. Okay. Realistically, I don't think within the next two to three months, I don't see it going anywhere past probably seventy five cents a share. Okay. So like, I think once it gets to seventy five cents a share, I'll share. I mean, I'll share. I'll sell because I feel like that might be the highest it's gonna get for like another six to eight months. Okay. Now, if the trend itself is steady going up and there's no dip or decline in it. I might just ride it out, pause to see if it can hit a dollar. Now, and if it's steady going at a dollar, I might sit on sit on it for a while because it has a steady incline. Speak the numbers, boy. Speak that math to him. Our team, Mr. Jew. Yeah, Anything yeah. else you got to add in, my brother? Oh man, y'all pretty much covered it, man. For the record, I'm, I'm gonna be on that Robin Hood um, as soon as I can confirm my email. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't know which email you signed up with, do you? I don't know. I don't know. Log on to do that, and I'm about to jump into it. You know, um, this this Asian we had an Asian physical trainer about five years ago. He told me to hop on Robin Hood five years ago. Yeah. Lynn. <laughs> Lynn the trainer. Lynn the trainer, huh? Yeah. 
So they jumped on that. That's how, honestly, that's how I felt about Bitcoin, like which is also up. Like I made some money off that today too. But um, but yeah, like if we, if we like I said last podcast, had we jumped in when Travis was telling us when we were still in college, I'd be sitting nice as fuck right now. Yeah, because the like the the increase that, that Bitcoin did and just to pick a stock, marijuana stock, had I bought in when that when them shares was low as fuck, psh, nigga what? I I'm gonna give you a plug. <laughs> Well, I'm gonna get a public a plug. Um, Chronos Group, it's a marijuana stock. Mm-hmm. Like I sold it when I shouldn't have a couple uh, about a year and a half ago, and then I bought it in again when it was like ten dollars a share. When I originally bought it, it was like five dollars a share. Like, okay. It's back on the rise. I think it's like eleven and some change a share mm-hmm. now, or whatever. But but yeah, that um, I would say TRA, but TRA took a dip um, a couple months back. But I sold it before it took the dip, so I made a little money off of it. Um, but yeah, it's a, like definitely like marijuana stock, like definitely, definitely, because the more legal it becomes across the nation, the more and more like it's gonna go up. I guess. Mm-hmm. And I I almost sold Chronos Group last week. And I'm like, you know what? No, nah, you made that mistake last time. And luckily, I did because it's my highest gaining stock mm-hmm. as of right now. Oh, like God. outside of like even shit, like even Disney took a dip and shit like that. But it's like that, like it's it's. For what I invested, it's doing better than Nike right now. Mm-hmm. Like, for me. Like, not in general, but, like, for me, it's doing better than Nike and shit for the amount of shares that I bought and everything like that. So, yeah. Get into it. And you, can, you ain't got to, you don't have, like, contrary to popular belief, you don't have to have a lot of money. Like, you can start out with 20 to to $100 and just, like, spread that shit around. Like, what I did... How it was taught to be, start with the companies that you patronize the most. Niggas go to Walmart. Niggas, niggas stay buying J's. Like, like buy shares in Nike. Like that, because I think you can get a, a share of Nike for like two to three hundred dollars. Yeah, that's a pair. Like two hundred dollars, two twenty is a pair of retros yeah. or whatever. So it's like sacrifice a pair of retros or just ante up a little bit more money like, for two pair of retros and buy a share of Nike or. A couple cents of a share of Nike, mm-hmm. and just go from there. Like, cause you know it ain't gonna do shit, but go up. Jordans ain't going nowhere. Yeah. They coming out with with new uh, silhouettes every fucking day and shit. So it's like, fuck it. Put put your money where your shoes is, where your feet is. Yeah, right. That's what's up, though, man. I'm a, I'm gonna start looking at the stocks. Like I be on and off with it. So, but time will tell. Got anything else for us is? Man, it's your boy Travis. Everything you listen to Unfiltered University. And that's all I gotta say. Alright, man. I just wanna say y'all stay blessed, man. Thank y'all for tuning in. Um, I guess I'll catch y'all next week. Shout out to the new cameraman, Bobby. Uh, you know, like like you said, stay blessed. Uh, stay safe. Stay dangerous. Cause that's the new shit to say, so stay dangerous and you know. <laughs> We out.